doesn't burn though. You talk about a heat, but are you getting a burn? No, not okay, a burn. Yeah, it's just yeah. like a mellow. Mm. It just kind of sits on the tongue, like yeah, just warms. Like hey, I was here. You know, kind of yeah. like a moose fart. Yeah, like you're like oh, moose is here. Yeah, it just lingers for a while. Okay. It just sits yes. there. <laughs> it just sits and in I the think, room. I think Redbreast is about to give us a sponsorship based yeah. off of comparing <laughs> like their guys. whiskey to a dog fart. Welcome once again to Chill Filtered, the podcast where we drink whiskey so you don't have to, but you probably should. Uh, this is an exciting episode for us. Uh, I actually get to see Cole grinning in the same room with me. Cole's here in Boise. And, looking you right in the eye. Yeah. And it's weird though. It's definitely very different for us. We're both like looking for our phones and like feel like we need to call each other. Uh, <laughs> but no, it's awesome. We're in the same room and uh, so we're gonna, it's going to be a good episode no matter what. Uh, we're going to have a delicious Irish. We're having Red Breast Lustau. Something like that. Lusted. I always thought it was Lustau, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, either way. So we'll be drinking that today. I know we didn't have anybody vote on it this last week. Um, and then also today we're going to be doing a bunch of like one-off kind of if one of us is sick kind of episodes. So we're going to be doing a bunch mm-hmm. of episodes like the next couple of days. So your subsequent episodes, you know, might get a little little saucy because we're going to be drinking a lot of good whiskey. Uh, anyway, that's not even business. We haven't even mentioned business. Uh, if you guys could just please... Hit us up on Instagram, talk to us, let us know what's going on. Uh, we getting a lot of good write-ins and things going on and a lot of good messages. It really encourages us. Um, other than that, too, maybe just share it with a friend. You know, if you have someone, you know somebody who kind of likes whiskey, just share the podcast with them. We've been getting a lot, of, a lot of new followers lately, and we really appreciate that. So anyway, that's enough business. We'll go get to the podcast. Cole, how are you doing? So I am very well. Uh, yesterday, I heard my first moose fart. Uh, from Moose the dog, that is. And that was actually awesome. I love being in Idaho. I love being with the Deadlow family. Uh, and I, this is like a well-needed you know, vacation, especially amidst this um, uh, pandemic stuff going on. Mm-hmm. And so it is super weird, actually, like looking you in the eye it and, is. and recording with you. Well, because usually when I record, I look right out that window and I kind of watch people walk by and stuff uh-huh. like that. So it's like I'm, I'm tempted to, I don't know, the balance might be off because I'm going to be looking all around. Now, yeah. So. I, I personally uh, record in, in one of our closets, which is like a, the master closet. So it's huge and it's got these really tall mirrors in the uh, so i basically just watch myself the whole time and so and make faces sometimes it's in the very mirror. american psycho of you yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah just uh watch out when we bring out the business cards which i was able to give you the business, business cards. cards yeah yeah and so yeah but i'm doing great i uh i was working yesterday and then today i am uh enjoying a little summer vacation mm-hmm. and uh staying at the dead low uh abode or a casita or what's a casita is that a house? i think that's like the smaller house for a mother well it's not a casita then it's a casa <laughs> yeah that makes sense go. yeah yeah <laughs> so um yeah i'm excited to drink uh, red breast i love red breast it's easily my favorite uh, brand of irish whiskey i'm trying to think like what else is going on in the you- life of cole Oh, yeah. We are, last week we talked about you passing your test. Yep. Mm-hmm. And so I don't want to bother the listeners with much uh, actuarial uh, lifestyle things anymore for a while until I start studying for the next one, which will probably happen in the next few weeks, to be honest. But I won't bother them for a while. For <laughs> it. Um, yeah. Plane ride was was um, a little scary. Uh, you know, you just mask up the whole time. And I'm not like super afraid, but I definitely mm-hmm. didn't want to come here with a virus. And get your whole family sick. So that was. I think you know. I mean, in general, it's probably a good goal is to not go anywhere with any virus. Yeah, 
Yeah, if it happens, it happens. But if I got your family sick, that would be so hard for me. Like, yeah. I just feel like, oh, it's so terrible. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, we got to get some good uh, takeout food this morning for breakfast. And uh, I mean, yes. basically just enjoying our time here. So, yeah. yeah, it's good stuff. I, uh, I have my favorite restaurants in Boise. And some of them are closed right now, which is understandable. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's, that's, uh, that's kind of what's going through my mind. Well, you just, gotta, you, and you gotta celebrate Heather's birthday yesterday, right? Yeah. So her birthday was yesterday. And so part of it, we actually celebrated on Monday for the most part. Uh, I made her one of her favorite meals, uh, chicken kebabs and, Ooh. um, grilled chicken, grilled chicken. Yeah. Cole hates kebabs. grilled chicken. Yeah. <laughs> you should tell that story. Actually. <laughs> so I was going to make chicken for lunch and I was like, I can grill some teriyaki chicken and, uh, do the salad, uh, which I think I've actually mentioned that meal on the podcast before, which is weird. I don't yeah, only eat that meal. Um, <laughs> and uh, my, my wife, she's not a big fan of grilled chicken. I just see this look on her face. I'm like, Chelsea hates grilled chicken. And Cole goes, what? And like charges <laughs> and I, out I, like, of the room after her. her. I'm like, why? <laughs> why? Yeah. And we found out that we both don't like when chicken is dry. Yeah. And so, but then the other thing, like kebabs are never dry. I mean, unless you really keep them on the grill. But yeah. like if you if you dress them well with like some like olive oil in terms of like uh, mm-hmm. marinade, not marinating, like uh, uh, brushing some olive oil on there. It stays pretty, you know, not dry. So when you do your kebabs, it's, because typically I do kebabs, like a teriyaki. I like teriyaki on Or I'll do like a lemon garlic kind of uh-huh. a thing. You just do olive oil? Heather just likes it. She grew up, her dad makes killer kebabs and it's just salt, pepper, and olive oil. Yeah. yeah. And it's, and we'll do, um, of course we'll do, uh, Peppers and onions on the yeah. kebab as of well. Course. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. but uh, you're feeling yeah, like pineapple it. on there too. So uh, I would be down. I think she's just a purist. Just, in but that this way. is her birthday meal, so you yeah, just do. Exactly. Yeah, okay. And then got her some presents, and um, and then what else do we do? I just oh, I bought her lunch and stuff like that. So it was pretty good. But then yesterday we didn't want to celebrate too much, but that's why we celebrated on Monday because we were going on a plane yeah. in the f- evening. So yeah, um, but she had I a good time. That. I bothered her and gave her. 29 kisses for her 29th birthday and she was like oh my goodness are you gonna finish this or what and i like would do a few at a time she's not a, a, like a real physical affection she's kind not of yeah. yeah i'm that's very how much too. yeah i'm very much like uh hugs and kisses and and she is uh she'll like put up with it <laughs> and so it's it's good well, it's kind of like good. what you're saying like when you guys first started working from home and she's always working from oh home, yeah and you're like yeah having to like bother like bother yeah. her all the time that's yeah. pretty much yeah. what happens when i come down to her room and she's like what do you need and i'm like i just need a kiss <laughs> or like a hug and there's no reason i need a kiss or a hug because but she's just there and i just i very much appreciate my wife well, and, you guys uh, didn't have any doubt we're the least manly whiskey podcast out there, so. <laughs> yeah, exactly but you guys know that by now we don't uh, well i was thinking like we never talk about sports which i'm i don't enjoy sports too much um like yeah. but i know you enjoy college football oh, i love sports um, but i feel like this is obviously not a sports talking podcast as well no. which i think our listeners can appreciate and they don't not appreciate it. You know what I mean? Like they're, they're, I they mean, don't not appreciate yeah, it. They do. Yeah. But there, yeah, there's people that are like, I wish they, no, there's probably not people that said, <laughs> I wish they talked more sports or something like that. This is not the place where you get your sports updates. So. Well, see, but here's the thing too. You haven't, I mean, when we get into the fall and if we actually get college football, I, that's going to be part of my week. Like that's a big part of my week is like, oh, yeah. like the best week is when the Seahawks Cornhuskers and Bron- Boise State Broncos all win. Yeah, rarely happens that they all do because Nebraska has been tanking it. Uh-huh. But 
and we'll hear it in the fall. Yeah, know, so if it'll that be more in the happens. fall. Yeah, but it's funny because like with everything going on, my wife like typically my wife, like, gosh, you just like we always have sports on the TV. I'm like, we don't always have sports on the TV. <laughs> and then like there was no sports on the TV. I don't turn the TV on. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, I, I it's kind of like, I only have sports on TV. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, that's oh, funny. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Anything else new? How's your week been? My week, my week has been, it's been all right. Um, yeah. So we, uh, like I mentioned last week, we lost Opie, so it's been a little bit hard. You yeah. know, every once in a while, kind of, kind of gets you, you know, like. It got me today, to be honest. Uh, I was like, know, oh, I'll go outside and hang out with, oh. He's not, the, yeah, like, the, like we got home from our trip and I went to scoop poop and I'm like, it's, that was hard because you're like getting rid of the last oh, little, <laughs> which is stupid because it's really dog poop. sad. But it's like you're getting rid of like that last little thing, you know, so that's been a little bit tricky, but. Had an awesome week in in Spokane. Did a lot of jet skiing and nice. wakeboarding, which I love. Oh, wakeboarding's like my favorite. Oh, that's fun. So I did a lot of that and just hanging out with the family, which is a good time. Um, the girls actually did okay on the road trip, so it actually nice. felt like a vacation, which is nice. Um, then you just got back here and just doing projects, and I feel bad because like our house is a complete mess because <laughs> <laughs> and we have guests, you know, so like like do a project and like even now like we're in the our office and we, we set up like a workstation here. So we move stuff around like mm-hmm. everything's a mess because we're like doing all these little projects, but yeah, I don't know. It's good. Got you guys here. Um, it was all, oh, uh, uh-huh. best part of my week. Part of day. Cool. Last night. Cool. Oh, I was yeah. Open the box. What's in the box. What's, What's in, in the, the box. box? <laughs> and, uh, open it up and there's the traditional career box of mm-hmm. samples. So I knew there's samples in there, but then yeah. there's like this super styrofoamy bubble box. wrappy thing. Yeah. And I was like, open that up, bro. What do you think it is? What do you think yeah. it is? And I'm like, I don't know what it is. You know, Cole's like listening to some- It's like, is it stag? Some is it stumpy stag bottle? Yeah. So I opened it up and he, it's a bottle of Nika from the barrel. And yeah. I was like, ah, this is awesome. So like, even like this morning, we already had some, had a little bit of that. Not a lot, but a little yeah. bit and had some last night. So that was awesome. Like, it's always fun getting, getting whiskey gifts. And, yeah. Oh, no. We, during our break, Cole's going to have to run upstairs. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm totally going to do that. Yeah, so I got Cole some Kentucky limestone yeah, water. Yeah, which we've talked about yeah, on so the we'll podcast. Have, we'll have to do that. So we'll have to put that little bit in the... Yeah. So anyway, but yeah, so it's been a good week. You know, not, not too shabby. So. That's sweet. Yeah. That's sweet. Um, yep. I guess we are... Uh, we Like I mentioned earlier, we're drinking today uh, Redbreast Lustau or Lustau or however it's pronounced in... Spain, I want to say, is the actual place where Lestau is. Um, but uh, you know, this is Irish whiskey, so who knows how each com- country says Lestau. Um, and uh, yeah, really excited. It's a special um, sherry finished uh, Irish Wait, whiskey. Did you say sherry? I said sherry. Sherry butts drive me nuts. <laughs> We're gonna actually talk a lot about sherry butts <laughs> in the history today. Oh yeah. Um, but let's uh, let's go to break. I think we're doing pretty well on time. And um, we'll put it to, yeah, that break. And then we'll talk a lot about the history. I actually got a good amount today, so I'm excited for that. So here we go. All right, we're back. So, like I mentioned before, we are drinking Redbreast Lestau. Uh, it is an Irish whiskey, and we're going to talk about the history a little bit. But uh, I feel like it's been a while since we've had a non-American whiskey on the podcast. Can you remember the last time? Might have been scotch. Or so something? we were talking last week. The campfire was the one we were thinking of that was also gross. We, yeah, we which is technically not a hundred percent American whiskey. Yeah, it has a little scotch in there. And then I feel like there was last, a scotch what did we have last week. Last week was the 
Uh, not oh god, old Fitz. Yeah, old Fitz. Old which, Fitz. That's American. Yeah. Then we did like Woodford and a few other. Yeah, but Wood Woodford. Yeah, I was gonna say Woodenville. I always mix that up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah. it has been a little while. Yeah, for sure. And um, all the listeners are like, shut up, just start talking. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is not our first Redbreast episode, though. Our first episode was uh, episode fifty-one, where we drank Redbreast twelve cast strength, which. Adam gave that a 10 out of 10 in our scores. Oh. So um, there is, uh, in terms of the distillery, uh, there is no technical Redbreast distillery. Uh, Redbreast Red Breast is owned by a company called Irish Distillers and is distilled and produced in the Jameson Distillery in Middleton in County Cork in Ireland. Uh, there used to be a old Jameson distillery in Dublin, and it's still there, but basically it just as a museum. Um, but production is way south of Dublin now, like southwest of Dublin, towards the lower coast. Uh, and that is uh, the one that we're, you know, we're drinking from that, which came from there now. So, uh, and the Jameson distillery makes whiskey for a good few brands, actually. One being Jameson, of course, uh, Powers, Middleton, and Redbreast are the big four. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah, they make a lot. And yeah, all come from there. And so technically, it's called the Jameson Distillery Middleton. And that's, you know, of course, we're getting Middleton Irish whiskey from there as well. Uh, if you ever want to tour to the distillery, it seems pretty cool. Uh, some buildings are said to go back to 1795. So it's been there for a while. Uh, Redbreast Whiskey. Uh, Redbreast is a single pot still Irish whiskey. And what does that mean? Uh, to refresh some memories here, uh, there are mainly three types of Irish whiskey. There's single malt, single pot still, and single grain. Single pot still is whiskey made from a single distillery with a mix of malted and unmalted barley and is distilled in a pot still. Uh, single malt, in contrast, uh, uses only malted barley. And why the difference? It's actually kind of cool. I, it's taxes. Huh. Taxes are so influential. Influential on whiskey. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they, they, you talk about so many, like you look at the Whiskey Rebellion and you look at like mm-hmm. all these things, whether it's American whiskey or not, taxes change whiskey, good or bad sometimes. In this case, I would say good. Um, you, yeah, there was a tax in Ireland at one point that taxed the amount of malted barley you use. So certain distillers would use some malted, but then would mix some unmalted because that wasn't taxed like malted barley was. And eventually the tax went away, but a lot of people really liked the style of the mixture of malted and unmalted barley. Personally, it's my favorite style of Irish whiskey. Now, there are some deeper technical rules and the differences between single malt, single pot still, and single grain Irish whiskey. But you can listen to our Sadler's Peaky Blinders whiskey episode. There actually has a very good history of the rules that goes behind because it's not just like in a pot still and mm-hmm. unmalted and malted. There are a few other rules to that one, especially with grain whiskey. It had a good few rules, but I'm not going to get into that on in this episode. Uh, some other notable single pot still Irish whiskeys are Green Spot, Yellow Spot, Powers, and Middleton Very Rare, which you're seeing a... Um, theme there of uh you know most things except for jameson is not a single pot still but the good few whiskeys that come from <laughs> cole had the very snobby look on his face when he jameson said is not and you can notice that now yeah so jameson is not but the other three big plate or whiskeys that come out of there are uh, in 2018 
somewhat recently, Jim Murray gave Redbreast 21 a 97 out of 100, oh, which is almost... Three points shy of the truth. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, <laughs> phew, my goodness. No, I think that's that's the whiskey that you were like, holy crap. That's, yeah, it's yeah. amazing. Yeah, it was good. I bought it for you for way too much, but it was still almost worth it. Way too much. I didn't expect it to be that much per pour. <laughs> I think that's... That rivals... No, that is the most I've ever spent on a yeah. on a pour. Yeah, but with yeah. So anyway, um, but yeah, it's it's uh, in terms of Jim Murray, if you break ninety six, it's incredible. Uh, at least for his scoring and his opinion, to be honest. But um, the I think the highest he's ever gone is like ninety seven point five. So okay. that's really that's good. It. Yeah. Uh, what we're drinking today, the Redbreast Lestau. First of all, what is the term Lestau? Uh, named after Emilio Lestal. Emilio. Yeah, the original <laughs> producer of these of certain sherries. Um, they are known for their. All right, here we go. Alma Senista, Alma Canista range of sherries. <laughs> uh, basically, really respected range of sherries produced by this company. Now, typically, something like Redbreast Twelve Cask Strength uses American oak barrels. And also Olorosha sherry butts. Uh, and Lustau also follows that aging process uh, for the most part. But the Olorosha sherry butts uh, are not your typical sherry butts. They wouldn't typically drive you nuts, but they are from the prestigious Bodegas Lustau. Uh, so apparently, fancier sherry butts. Ooh. Um, Ooh. I'm even. Oh, I'm take her out on a date, Sherry. Yeah. Yeah. Bring, bring that sherry butt home to mom and dad. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, but the, it's said to be aged a total of 10 years, with the final year in total being in the Lustau cast. But normally, sherry finishing... Uh, and one, one other thing to note about that is that what's the youngest um, red breast you can think of? Um, well, isn't... No. Is this 12? 12. So this is the youngest of okay. all their releases. Okay. So that's something to be said. Um, but normally, yeah, sherry finishing doesn't take that long. Or it doesn't last that long. Uh, usually a few months is what they do their typical ones. Um, but this one was a whole year. So this is extra sherried. Okay. Uh, triple distilled like most Irish whiskeys. Not necessary to be an Irish whiskey, but most do. Mm-hmm. Um, no age statement, but there is. they say it's 10 years old. Uh, but it's not on the bottle at least. 92 proof, so 46%. And it's non-chill filtered. Hey, that's the name of the podcast. So, <laughs> uh, total wine price. It has gone up recently, uh, but it is uh, on total wine. It's seventy five ninety nine. Oh now. wow! I got Did you get it cheaper? It was like sixty. Oh good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah there was certain places that say that it was like sixty five, but then I saw on total wine yeah. seventy five, which they're usually they're the cheapest. So okay. Um, so yeah, let's let's pop it open. I want to hear a good cork pop on this episode in person. Ooh, I kind of ruined it with my talking. Do it again. There, there we go. <laughs> I, I, the first one wasn't that great anyway. All right. Looks good. Ooh, that's a pour right there. As well. <laughs> so if anyone hasn't listened to, I think it's episode 54. Uh, this was the first episode we recorded in this room right here. And, uh, and I told Robbie, Robbie, how much do you think we pour on the podcast? <laughs> and we, and uh, I like to get saucy. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah, so... Um, yeah, let's go for some. Oh, what the heck? <laughs> what? 
too much sherry butts for you? Did you wash this glass? Was this the glass I had the um, maple syrup in? No. Oh, wow. This is potent. Are you getting notes of maple syrup? That's like sweet. I get sweet. Here, hand me your glass. <laughs> I want to make sure this is the glass. Take, take a sip of your glass. <laughs> take a sip of it, Cole. Wait, what'd you put in here? Take a sip. Wait, wait, did you? <laughs> take a is sip. Is that why? Oh, <laughs> uh, that's so funny. Sip that one, though. I, yeah. Tell me what you think about that yeah. one. I, I, listeners, you're about to find out what just happened. Uh, it tastes like good, good maple syrup, but not so. Oh, really? That's screwball. So, oh, is it? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, it's funny because you, you, um, Robbie handed me or poured me some of his rye whiskey mixed with maple syrup recently, and it was good. Um, in terms of maple syrup, um, but that's so funny. And actually, I can get that's actually really sweet and somewhat enjoyable in terms of in terms of peanut butter whiskey. Exactly, it's the best way to eat peanut yeah. butter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway. Um, but I'm very proud of myself to not be fooled by it. Oh, I didn't think you would. Yeah, yeah. but I just just getting a <laughs> I was reaction. like, holy, just crap. getting a reaction from you. <laughs> yeah, no, that was great. Ah, there we go. Yeah, there's that, there's, there's your that Irish butts. whiskey smell. Really get a little butt in your nose. Yeah, I gotta um, wash my mouth out a little bit after the screwball. But I will drink some of that later. It's it's. I forgot we gotta get some uh, vanilla ice. Cream. Vanilla ice cream. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. we gotta do that. Um, so this is like, like the sherry's not super pronounced. It's mm-hmm. definitely there. You can definitely smell it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a lot of like I don't know, like maybe like pear. Yeah, I would say pears. A typical note I'll get from a triple distilled Irish whiskey, even Jameson, is pears. Um, that's the big one, typically, mm-hmm. but it's clean. It's it's very, um, a little bit floral altogether, yeah, um, but it's, it's, it's crisp is usually the nose I'll get from an Irish whiskey. Now, this one has a little something to it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got this kick at the end. It's not. It's not your average Jameson or even Redbreast smell to me. Yeah, uh, there's something to this one that's a little kick at the end of the nose. But I'm gonna go for a sip. Have you sipped yet? I did. Yeah, I, I'm have to get another one here. The first. Um, I don't know. I, this is gonna. This sounds weird, and I haven't eaten since breakfast. But I kind of get like a Mexican food taste off of it. I don't, <laughs> so what did you have for breakfast? <laughs> I'm gonna have to go back to get another sip here. Ah. Oh. This is so good. So, um, shout out to John Montero, who uh, for my birthday last week got me a bottle of Redbreast Twelve, uh, which was actually like a super generous gift for one. And then he got me some beer. Um, but but that was more so for the hangout we had. So, um, but thank you, John, for that. I must say, I think I enjoy this more than the Twelve Year. Really? Yeah, and I enjoy the Twelve Year quite yeah, a bit. Yeah. It's so good. Um, but there's a smoothness and a velvetiness on this one that. Um, so you enjoy it more than the twelve. Yeah, this is. I would, I would say this is definitely better than the twelve year. Um, but not. I mean, by a little bit. It's got a velvetiness to it. Um, yeah, it's a lot more rich in the notes of just like the finish. The finish is just smooth as anything. Yeah, I think one thing I like about it. On the nose, I don't get a heat, but it has a mm-hmm. nice lingering heat across the palate. Like it's not nothing strong, nothing too big. It's just a nice lingering heat. Did, yeah. did we mention the proof on it? Ninety-two. No. Yeah. Um. Yeah. This. Uh, 
It doesn't burn though. You talk about a heat, but are you getting a burn? No, not oh, a burn. Go, it's just yeah. like a mellow. It mm. just kind of sits on the tongue, like yeah, just warms. Like hey, I was here. You know, kind of yeah. like a moose fart. Yeah, like you're like oh, moose is here. Yeah, it just lingers for a while. Yeah. It just sits yeah, there. Exactly. Just, it just sits and in I the think, room. I think Redbreast is about to give us a sponsorship based yeah, off of comparing like their guys. whiskey to a dog fart. Yeah. Um, but no, it's got a nice... And it's, it's probably better than my Colonel E.H. Taylor. Uh, <laughs> Buffalo Trace will never trust me. Swe- a trench of swampy trench goodness. Trench of swampy goodness. Um, no, but this is... It's really crisp. I mean, this is a great summer whiskey. Like, mm. I, I wish we could record it on the uh, patio or something like that and just sit out and sip it. It's good. I, I forgot how good this goes with ice, too. So I'm really excited oh, yeah. for that. I have, a little I bit of water. I yeah. haven't had it with ice. I've only done it neat. Um, so, and then I'm going to go. Oops. Oh, it. yeah. Let's talk about this. So, yeah. Robbie got me uh, Kentucky limestone water, like, from the river, basically. I'm sure it was cleaned up a bit. But, um, yeah, he's pouring a few or dropping a few droplets in. But this is great. I've, I kind of always wanted to buy some of this, <laughs> but I never wanted to pull the trigger on Amazon because I'm like, it's just water. I'm buying water on Amazon. <laughs> but now I don't have to buy it. I think I'm just going to exclusively drink that water. Like just yeah. every day I go to work. Dr- like like me. T- $10 a, a 754, yeah. $10 a liter, but it's obviously just not. chugging from it or dropping into everything you're drinking from. Um, oh, yeah. This toast is so much better with Kentucky, <laughs> with Kentucky limestone, limestone water. water. Oh, man. We oh. should get a sponsorship Oh, I see them. you're eating a steak. <laughs> well, you know what would make that steak better? What, bourbon? No, no, no. Just the water. <laughs> <laughs> so, definitely more. I get a little more floral with the water. Yeah. I'm getting a little bit vapor more on the nose with this one. Just a tiny bit. Yeah, you a little, little bit there. Water. Yeah, for sure. But a lot more florally. Pear's not there as much. The, I think the sherry stands out a little bit more, too. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, the sherry does stand out more with the nose. I, think with I prefer the nose with water, for sure, over, mm-hmm. the, over the neat. Yeah, I think... Yeah, I'd say it stands out more. Um, it is more rememberable or memorable. Holy Kentucky water. Yeah. Oh, man. We should have gotten Cork County water on this one, but... <laughs> like... The whiskey is good, but you can taste that water in there. Oh man! No, I think uh, so. I think I prefer prefer with the water. Um, it is a little more mellow, which mm-hmm. it's pretty mellow to start. It's yeah. not a super vibrant, robust kind of a whiskey, but it's nice and mellow. And yeah, I think it's even better with a, with a little super bit of water. sippable, yeah. like you know, a little more on the refreshing side. Yeah, yeah, that's and good. we we didn't even drop too much water in here. And this, I mean, drop, for mine, is that typically how much you drop? Like two, two um, I have a little more of a pour than I typically have, so um, those okay. few drops would probably didn't do as much damage. But like, I enjoy it more now. Yeah, yeah, it's it's notable or noticeable for the actual um, taste of it all. Um, yeah, this is. Uh, let me just go through some of the notes. I'm getting that pair. Um, I gotta say though, this this um, sherry finish on this one is. I hate this word to describe it because it sounds so, like I've mentioned this before, it is so smooth, yeah. This is, it just goes down like butter, this stuff. Um, And that's red breast in general. But this is, in terms of like, because I've had the 10, or the 12 year this week. uh, And that is good and it's smooth and it's, and it just goes down easy. Um, But they, um, I'm about to drop a drop, or drop a cube. Like Cole reaches his own hands into the mug there and plunk, plunk. That was a good plunk. It was a good one. My bus driver did a good job on that oh, one. Oh, man. Um, so, but yeah, I think uh, compared to the 12-year, this is better. And it's cool that it's younger and it's still better. Um, it's that one year in the sh- in the Lustau cask, or butt. And uh, <laughs> speaking of butt, Moose. Moose Day. 
again. Maybe not. Maybe I'm imagining it, but uh, <laughs> but oh, yeah, maybe. yeah. But so, like I said, it's like the the neat port. It just lingers. <laughs> it just lingers like a moose. You part. know, and you like you just knew moose was in here. <laughs> you know, he may not even fart. It just it could have been a couple minutes, hours ago. <laughs> I don't know. Um, the moose farts are like. I think he did fart though. <laughs> I'm just, he probably did. I he's a gassy dog. He uh, he's, he's loud yesterday. too. He's a loud. Dog. I just heard the. <laughs> yesterday and i'm like oh boy and it stuck around um oh crud i was gonna say something wow this nose on this ice pour oh yeah the nose yeah it's it smells strangely like a dog's large intestine um i'm get, it's a lot more just a lot more muted yeah 100 i mean it's yeah. kind of where the water was just muted mm-hmm. it smells good um man but that I, I i don't know if this this ice pour can beat this water pour because that was a Good pour. You know, oh, it's different. I'm already formulating this my. Is, this ice is good. Oh, is, I believe it is. It's uh, yeah, I haven't sipped yet. It's a uh, like I don't. It's a weird. It's tangier to me. Like there's a little bit of like a, like the neat pour was kind of sp- the the heat kind of spread around my mouth. This one just kind of it wasn't right. there, but then it kind of hit me in the back of the in the yeah. mouth a little bit. Yeah, it wasn't up front in the palate. It's yeah. got a little bit of, like a tang almost. Moose. Golly. <laughs> Sorry, listeners, but I think you know what's going on here. Yeah, Moose is about—he's just chilling on his side. Nick's recording. Moose is about to get kicked out. So, (laughs) yeah, for for whatever we drink next, we'll make sure we leave out the um the notes on the nose of uh, Moose farts. Oh, bro, Moose, it's pretty bad. So I'm trying to like get past it, but it's kind of distracting on even the palate. Tasting Moose farts. I love a good dog fart. Mm -hmm. All right, but yeah. So anyway. Ice is tangier. It mm-hmm. made th- it made it colder, which is nice. Weird, yeah. And uh, yeah, I think a lot of the notes are still there. I think the sherry is a little more pronounced on it. I don't know if it is more pronounced on it or mm-hmm. not, or just the fact they've been drinking more. It's just kind of st- the the sherry flavor is there more. So one note that stands out to me is there is a little extra. It's not bitterness, but if you were to amplify it, it would be bitterness. It's really hard to describe. There's a certain part of it that's the, the tiniest bit dull mm-hmm. bitterness um, with the ice for me, personally. I'm not getting it, but I could, I mean, ice can go that way, so I can see where you would get that. It is more complex, this pour, mm-hmm. but one of the notes I'm getting is a little bit of this really dull, hidden bitterness, um, so and it's still really enjoyable with the ice, but I think I'm just going to go... Like easiest, easily the best pour for me was with the water. Yeah, which is awesome because water doesn't usually get the yeah. best pour. I, I think I, I'm really enjoying the ice though. Mm-hmm. It and has a it, like a very different sensation than I have, can recall from most mm-hmm. whiskeys. So yeah, no, this is it's a solid bottle for sure. Mm-hmm. If, you, if you can find one and you, I mean, pick it up. It's it's a good pour for yeah. sure. So oh yeah, and. And if you have the choice between the ten year and the or the Lustau and the ten year or the twelve year, not the cast strength. Cast strength beats both of these, in my opinion. Um, as you know, we've given it great ratings on the episode fifty one. Um, but I would recommend this over the twelve year, to be honest. Uh, but by a That's little, interesting. It's it's good, but I I would say this is a little bit better. So just twelve or twelve cask, twelve, not 12. cask. 
cast cast is, beats but, both of these. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's kind of where my mind was going when you said I liked it better than 12. So mm-hmm. you got an idea of, you said you had an I idea do, where, yeah. you, where you mm-hmm. at. Yeah, I'm going to go with 9.2, which is, we haven't touched nine in a little bit. Yeah. Uh, but this with the water is pure goodness. Oh like, my gosh. Yeah. Just so incredibly buttery. Uh, the pears show up in a really beautiful sherried way. Um, it's just, I mean, talk about like Irish whiskey. Le- I've said this before on the podcast. Irish whiskey leaves my house faster than any other whiskey. There's something about it that's enjoyable. And- Wait a minute. Are you saying Irish people steal? Yeah. <laughs> the Turks are, <laughs> yeah. You, ever, you ever you ever watch Scrubs? There's a really weird reference right here. Okay, be careful. Yeah. Because <laughs> I kind of was, was towing the line and people might get offended. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's this, I'm just quoting a show, but there's a, there's a couple on the show, uh, Carla and, uh, Chris Turk. I, I don't know. He just goes by Turk. Okay, so, so it's a couple, it's a name reference. Yeah. Not a, a not a, yeah. But there's this point in the show where uh, JD, the main character goes, the Turks are sneaky. And there's this like guy, like, who's got like a turban on. who's like, obviously Turkish dude, <laughs> obviously from the, from the, the show. Uh, and he's like. He's like, what? Are you? Like, he looks at him like, you judging me or something like that. But he's talking about the couple, the Turks. Gotcha. Kind of like the I, I was just giving you, like, where yeah. is this going? Cool. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> anyway. So, no, Turks, Irish be, Turkish people are not sneaky. I mean, no. in a good way. Maybe. Neither are neither are Irish people generally. Yeah, kick I'm out of Irish. My house. I uh, I would steal this bottle out of somebody's house. Oh my goodness, it's good. So. Uh, I just went back to the uh, water pour mm-hmm. on my on my Glencairn. Oh, it's so caramely too. So oh, okay. I see. I wasn't. I mean, yeah. Try it again. Oh, okay. There's nothing wrong with I the water pour. Like there. there's there's no complaints I have whatsoever. So that's why I get a nine point two. Did you give your rating? I, I probably, did not. Yeah, go ahead. No, we went into borderline we scrubs. Yeah, exactly. But we didn't go there. No, we, we didn't go we, there. You might have thought we were, but yeah. we came right on back. Brought it on back. <laughs> um, I'm gonna go a solid nine on it. I think I. You know, as much as I'd love to say sherry butts drive me nuts, it's not always my favorite finish, mm-hmm. but I do, you know, I do like it a lot. So this one, I'm going to go solid nine on it. Uh, it is great. It's a good whiskey. If you can find uh, it, get it. I dig it so much. So you know, yeah, go go and buy yourself some for yeah. what's, what did I say? 70? 75, I think said. Oops. 75.99 total wine. So there you go. Yeah. I found it for the first time at a Binnie's. Or no, no, no. It was a Specs. Specs in San Antonio. It's the first time I ever saw this bottle. I had it. I got it. I think, gosh, two years ago. It was like in a red breast little mini sample pack where I had oh, like, nice. yeah, yeah. It was like just after uh, St. Patrick's Day or something like that, yeah. or before it or something like that. And yeah, and had never seen the bottle, so I was like, I got two little mini packs. Just nice. I was like, yeah, it's got to be good because everything red breast is uh, good. They and for the listeners, uh, if you ever check it out, they have a dream cask, which is pretty much impossible to find. But look it up sometimes. I think I mentioned it on the Redbreast Twelve Cask episode. But it's they do some crazy year, like thirty-two year Redbreast, mm-hmm. which would be insane. Although there's a, a total wine I've seen a twenty-seven year port finish. Uh, it's four hundred and seventy-nine dollars wow. or something like that. Um, but I've actually considered it because well, how much is twenty-one? Twenty-one is about a little less than three hundred. Oh, okay. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. So, I mean, in terms of like year wise, it's not that much more. Yeah. No, that's not that much more. Um, yeah. So, but going back, mm-hmm. you like Redbreast 12, but you like the one with the sherry butt finish better. The Lustau better. I mean, they both technically so have sherry. So, when butt it comes finish. to like basic, you like breast, <laughs> but you're more of a butt man. <laughs> a good mix of both. Okay. <laughs> 
Sorry, I had. I don't know. <laughs> All right. Anyway, so I think, I think that's a good point. That's to a good point. <laughs> Whiskey World News. We got, we got a little. We got. We towed the line on on race. Mm-hmm. We towed the line on riskiness. Yeah. Now, what else are we gonna do? Well, I think we're gonna do a Whiskey World News. All right, so it's part of the show where we try to get things back on track. I think I did. I think I might have did a little bit big of a pour. No, it's good. No, it's. I mean, you did. Okay. Sure. Yeah, <laughs> more well, than I normally it, pour. Well, you're in the. I don't know. It feels more like we're just hanging out because mm. we just yeah, hang. We are out. literally hanging out. Yeah. Um. Anyway, uh, back on the tracks. Here we go. This part of the show where we read an article and we talk about it. And this one comes from thewhiskeyadvocate.com, and it was written by Ted Simmons. Uh, title is, Individual States Are Crafting Their Own Whiskey Styles. Uh, members of the Missouri Craft Distillers Guild recently learned how a bill becomes a law. No schoolhouse rock cartoon necessary. That's what I was going for. <laughs> collectively <laughs> lobbied for House Bill 266. I'm a distiller. I'm here to make spirits, as are the rest of my peers. We never thought that we'd really get into legislation on this level, says David Weglars, Guild President and Owner and Head Distiller of Still 630 in St. Louis. St. Louis, is it St. Louis or St. Louis? It depends on your in Louisville yeah, or it's, yeah. Louisville. Well, no. <laughs> so this is in St. Lowell. Yeah, St. Lowell. <laughs> that involvement proved fruitful, however, as on July 11, 2019, Missouri bourbon was legitimized. All distillers in the guild have been working toward calling their reps, traveling to Jefferson City, and really trying hard to get this passed, Wurglitz told Whiskey Advocate shortly after. So we're in a brief moment of celebration as we scramble to try and put down more Missouri bourbon whiskey. Missouri bourbon is a legally recognized whiskey style based on the existing federal rules of bourbon. To be considered bourbon, whiskey must be made, made from a mash of at least 51% corn, distilled to no more than 80% alcohol, alcohol by volume, aged in charred new American oak containers with an entry ABV of more, no more than 62.5% and bottled no less than 40%. We all know that. Well, maybe we don't all know that. Cole knows that. Sort of. Okay. Mostly. Okay. <laughs> to be considered Missouri bourbon, it must be also mashed, fermented, distilled, aged, and bottled in the... Missouri state. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> aged in oak barrels manufactured... By Missourians. In the state. <laughs> Pretty much. Be, okay. Um, and beginning January 1st, 2020, made with corn exclusively grown in... Missouri. Yeah, there you nice. go. Cole, he's good at this. I mean, Cole is the whiskey guru. He knows yeah. this stuff even without knowing it. Pretty big deal. <laughs> It's a stringent definition, but one that was crafted by distillers themselves. We can expect to see more and more subsets like Missouri bourbon based on geography, process, and ingredients as distillers seek to preserve their identity and points of regional pride. Um, goes on to say, I think everybody right now is looking toward innovation and uniqueness, says Mark Schilling, former president of the American Craft Distillers Association. How can they create or refine something that's different from what everybody else is doing out there and create their own unique identity? Um, and it just goes on kind of talking a little bit more about just the templates from like Tennessee and some stuff, yeah. the bourbons in Kentucky. So, but anyway, I think the idea is, you know, they're looking to just say, Hey, we're legitimizing this as yeah. this is how we do it. This is how we do it. <laughs> Who is that? That's, old. uh, that's, I think in sync, if not, the no, that's not, it's, it's like Keith sweat or something like that. No, that's this totally is the, how we do in sync. That is not in sync. Friday night. It's no, no, it's yes, dude. It is not in sync. It's like, oh, I'm gonna. No, look it I'm over. totally positive. 
timeout on that. Yeah. Cole, what do you think about the article? And then okay, so this is actually one of my favorite article. articles so far on the podcast. Um, oh, so funny because he sent it to me to read. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> I did, but I didn't read it myself because so I was like, the, I'll let Robbie for the record, handle it. For the record, uh, Cole is usually a good test taker. I think he said he is the best math tutor at the building, <laughs> and he comes up with the best articles. Well, I'm a pretty good test taker day of in terms of not anxiety. Okay, well, maybe yeah. that's what you said. But anyway. I'm a pretty big deal tutor. That's for sure. Um, so I do like this one because, you know, Texas, they don't have, they don't have a legit law. I don't believe yet, but Texas is known in a lot of ways. There's a lot of Texas whiskeys that, um, they are known for like blue corn, um, because blue corn goes pretty well in Texas. Not all Texan whiskeys have blue corn, but, but I think that's like something that's becoming known in Texas is Mm -hmm. blue corn whiskey. Um, and then you, you talk about like other places where like if the, like, for example, Colorado, uh, they have a lot of cool whiskeys out there. Um, some are sourced, some are mm-hmm. not. Uh, but I think there's something happening. Uh, for example, um, Stranahan's. You ever had Stranahan's? Yeah. yeah. So Stranahan's, they call it Colorado whiskey. It's not legal yet in my, at least to my knowledge. Um, but they have a, a American charred oak barrel um, barley whiskey. Mm-hmm. So they take barley malt, uh, similar to like a scotch, and then they will um, age it like an American whiskey. Mm-hmm. So that's, they call it a Colorado whiskey. I love that idea that you like regionalize. And, and if you're in Colorado, you don't have to make yeah. a, if they make that a law, you don't have to make a Colorado whiskey. Tennessee uh, whiskeys don't have to be with the Lincoln County process. Um, but if you want to be called a Colorado whiskey, if they made that a law, that'd be so cool mm-hmm. to put like a single malt type whiskey in american chart oak barrels so i love this idea of oh, what's the word like like just like state pride yeah of of that kind of thing and like making it your own as a state and i love in missouri that they all came together to do it it wasn't like um someone was left out and it seemed well, like we know, don't know that yeah that's though. for sure there's one guy listening to the podcast in missouri and I'm like i got left out He's like i'm quitting this podcast today <laughs> yeah but uh but there is i i, I do love it and yeah. i do appreciate that it sounds like the majority and I'm guessing there were, it stood out more, but that's the thing is like, if you want to be called a Missouri whiskey, you have to follow those rules. If you want to be called a bourbon, you just have to follow federal rules. Mm -hmm. If you want to be called a rye, same deal. But if you want to be called a Missouri bourbon, you have to be those rules. So I I appreciate that. No, I think, I think you know something too. Like, I know like even in Boise, um, one of the big, so Mara's from Ethiopia. So, Mm -hmm. Uh, they make, use teff to make this stuff called injera, which mm-hmm. is like, it's a really like sourdough, sour kind of a bitter grain. Oh, cool. But like Boise, like Idaho, and the climate's just right. It's one of the, like two or three places in America that really? can actually grow it. So it's one of those things where like, okay, well, Texas has the blue corn. We have teff here. Like, so, yeah. you know, when you get people going, okay, well, this is kind of what, like, we can do this here. They can't do this in Kentucky. Yeah. So let's kind of make our own thing, you know, and if it, if it hits, it hits, if mm-hmm. it, you know, and which is pretty awesome. It is, it is something to take pride in. Go, mm-hmm. so we, we, you know, I think it's cool because you have, you know, with the whiskey boom comes more people wanting to get in. And so you have people go, okay, well, let's, let's put our stamp on it. You know, mm-hmm. so it just makes for more variety. Yeah. Now, will it be good? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, who knows? Because you know what? Maybe the corn in Missouri is not as good as the corn anywhere else. Mm-hmm. Like, sorry guys in Missouri listening, maybe your corn sucks. Yeah. I'm just saying, yeah, I mean, you might. It's, it might so not be as good as Nebraska. Missed, but it also might, nothing's better than Nebraska corn. So. <laughs> uh, 
But uh, you know, I mean, you know, maybe they do, and all of a sudden people go like, "Oh, why is this? Why is this whiskey? Why is this whiskey?" And mm-hmm. that's a new segment. Why is this whiskey <laughs> in Missouri so much better? Um, you go because they can grow the corn. You yeah. know, so I don't know. It's cool. Mm-hmm. You, know, you see people change things up. So yeah. anyway, I mean, you look at uh, here's. I won't go too long in this because we're probably going a little long on this segment. But um, you look at the fact that you don't see a lot of uh, international. Uh, distilleries making bourbon one because mm-hmm. bourbon is a federal law but also corn grows for the most part in the americas at least the northern like north america like you'll get some you know in mexico of course um, but you'll get some and you'll get some in canada but mostly the u.s is where we get corn-based whiskey but that was like a thing is like they built it themselves and they said well yeah. we're going to use what we have and we're going to make it our own same works on a state level in my opinion so i love this article yeah, no, it's awesome stuff. So, yeah, we it's a hard. So usually we're on the phone and we go, "How long are we going?" And you kind of subtract the time that you knew about. Cole's trying to straighten the to see how much time. But anyway, so we might be going long here. Anyway, sorry, eh, folks. We'll deal with it. Um, so one 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 issue that we have. So we're, we'll transition to another mm-hmm. segment. Ah, ooh, uh, what whiskey would you choose? And uh, so we, I kind of made a mistake. It's all uh, good. We didn't, Cole didn't post his Tuesday thing, and usually that reminds me to start getting the one ready for Wednesday, so when I wake up, I can post it. Anyway, it's all the data is not in. We can update you with it later, but last week's um, what scenario, was okay, <laughs> couldn't think of the word scenario, Yeah, uh, was assuming your workplace is good with it, what would be your desk drawer whiskey? And Cole went with Old Overholt Bonded, I went with Lot 40. And as of having only been six hours live, yeah. Old Overhose is, is winning with nice. that one. So yeah, he's getting that there. Um, but the nice thing is, and I promise you, um, I know we're going to, I love reading these things off. I love giving people credit for writing, having yeah. good write-in. So mm-hmm. we we'll update you guys. If we get we a decent amount already, yeah. which is nice. Oh, wow. But if we get extra ones, we'll definitely kind of give you guys a shout out and let you know either mm-hmm. on the Instagram page or uh, on the next podcast. But uh, let's see here. So Whiskey and Revelry went with... In- Construction, we're already good with it. Oh, <laughs> I'm going into construction. And, yeah, uh, <laughs> so he says, in construction, we're already good with it. Knob Creek, bottom right drawer. I'm like, nice. thanks for letting me know. <laughs> Doesn't even say what kind of knob creek is. Just <laughs> bottom right drawer. Yeah, there you go. love that. Love it. Yeah. Uh, our Canadian turtle friend, Brotaska Naskanoska, yep. uh, said, maybe a baby Saz, if I can find it, or uh, Jack Daniel single barrel rye. That's awesome. Love that. He, he had two right ins. Oh, he did. Yeah. yeah. And he said something mid range, like in the $60 range, kind of fancy, but shareable for anyone. I feel comes. like size is a good idea for that. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a good point. Just having something that's shareable. Yeah. And you can grab it by the neck. And uh... so you're not the only angry drunk in the office. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, now, who would just have, like, I feel like there's a huge difference. Like, there would be two separate what whiskey would you choose? For which bottle would you have that you didn't share, and which bottle would, at work, and then what's one you would share? That's a whole yeah. different scenario. So we're all imagining it's a shareable for shareable. Sure, yeah. yeah, but that's a good point. Something that you want to share. I like that. Uh, and then Aklu Carey said mm-hmm. Ardbeg Ten, and Nathan Anthony that's Seventeen went with Four Roses Single Barrel. Another good one. So yeah, yeah. thanks guys for uh, chipping in. Solid. And again, if you know you didn't hear yours right here it's because we're not the best at planning <laughs> uh, can't think ahead. we're not the manliest we're not the best at planning but if you want a math tutor cole's your man yeah you got me right <laughs> there yeah. oh one thing cole's bad at is naming songs too it was uh montel jordan heck no yeah montel jordan heck this is how we do no. it look no. right there no but okay no no okay <laughs> 
um, you talk and you set up Bryce Marita's. Hey, if uh, you're pulling, if you're pulling up insane stuff, we are really legitimizing this. Not the manliest whiskey yeah. podcast, though. Uh, anyway, so this week's scenario uh, for what whiskey would you choose is a write-in from who again? Bryce Marita. Um, Bryce Marita. Yeah, okay, uh, B Side Life on Instagram. Perfect. And he says, and he uh, he kind of within the write-in was like a disclaimer of that's a dirty pot. <laughs> Cool. Turn your phone. So now you know that there is an InSync song where they say this is how we do it, and maybe Robbie and I were both right. Sure, uh, but sure. Sir, okay. This, so one one segment, one Instagram segment I've seen about adding is stupid question of the week. Where oh yeah. Something comes up in the podcast, not whiskey related at all, but uh, we just put it on there, and that might be was Cole completely yeah. wrong, or were we both kind of? Yeah, right? I like that because last week you also said, uh, or this week you also posted a question saying uh, about fans, fans versus listeners. listeners. Cause my wife keeps giving me a hard time. So like, actually, Robbie and I disagree on not disagree. We just thought differently on this. Whenever I shout out to people, I say are listeners, but Robbie thinks it, first thing that comes to his mind is fans. No, no, no. Okay. Listen, that's not. So I okay. always usually say listeners, but for some reason I was talking to my wife and I said fan. Which is like, like what? And she's like, oh, big head, oh, you know, and like she's <laughs> so she'll big give, guys. She'll give, she'll give me crap, and which is totally warranted. I welcome it because mm. I don't typically say that it does. But anyway, so I was like, all right, we'll put it out there. So yeah, that's this week, this last week's yeah. one. And right now we got more fans than listeners. We got way more. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, if you are a fan of the show, we appreciate it. Yeah. If you're just a listener, we appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, feel free to make fun of us. But this week's was <laughs> <laughs> man, we are really have. Yeah, Bigger pores, same These are room. huge this pores. Yeah. No, welcome, welcome to our first three-hour episode, folks. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, scenario is a breakfast whiskey, and he was very quick to be like, "I don't have one, but what about this idea?" So yeah, I mean, don't be, don't feel shamed. Like if some days you might want to have some whiskey for breakfast. Yeah. Uh, what is your go-to? And I don't even know if it's a go-to. What is your whiskey for breakfast? bottle yeah and then here's here's something before i even get to that if you guys have a what whiskey would you choose that you want to send our way just hit us up on instagram or whatever like even chill filtered podcast at gmail.com yeah um, but yeah hit us up we're always down for new ideas but i'm trying to think what would be my breakfast one so, something that would be i wouldn't want it to be too potent for sure something simple and smooth smooth cole hates smooth. that word i hate that word yeah <laughs> But I would also want Cole an American small whiskey. Small aged barrels. Yeah. And the word smooth. smooth. So I um so my first thought things I don't respect. <laughs> write a list of that. Go ahead, sorry. My first thought is was the Jameson coffee one. They have a Jameson cold brew one or something like that. That's right. They had something like that. And I tried that and like I love coffee <clears throat> and I love whiskey, but I didn't love that, you know? But mm. it's kind of fun. But if I'm gonna have a breakfast whiskey, I'm thinking something that's going either in orange juice. Or into my coffee. And in both cases, I think I can just go with just standard Jameson. Is kind of okay. where I'm going. But, oh, never mind. I already said it. I'll no, let, no, no. Bring it out. I might change mine. What's your second opinion? Actually, I'm going to go with two little more do, I think. Okay. So Irish. I'm, gonna, I'm definitely going Irish because it's a little lighter. Mm-hmm. Um, and that would go really well. Even just drinking the last of this uh, Red Breast Lust Out would go really well in orange juice. Yeah, it would. Stupid well in orange <laughs> yeah. juice. So, yeah, I think I'm going to go. I'm going to. I think my new favorite since the two more episode is two more do so or tell them more. Yeah. That's what I'm going to go with. And plus uh, it's something that's not really too expensive where you're like worried about throwing in some coffee or something like mm-hmm. that. So what do you got? Cool. Uh, first thing that comes to my mind in terms of ideas for this one is something that has 
almost like a maple syrupy uh, feel to it. I definitely don't want maple syrup and rye whiskey <laughs> um, because I want something like legit whiskey. Uh, but what would be... Um, you said Tullamore Dew, mm-hmm. kind of standard bottle, green yep, label. Just yeah. Okay. Um, I am going to be, you know what? I'll keep in the same price range for this one. No, no, Cole, you go ahead and say your EHT, whatever EHT Yeah, yeah exactly. EHT, old uh, fashioned sour mash. No, <laughs> um, no, uh, I am happily going to go old foe. 86 proof old forester 86 proof so okay yeah yeah and it's cheap you know you could probably drink it every morning (laughs) (laughs) and be a functioning alcoholic alcoholic. with a little extra money in your pocket yeah exactly yeah you don't have to break the bank to be a functional alcoholic yeah so um yeah i'm gonna go old forester 86 proof just because it's trusty cheap and it is very yeah, just easy to drink. Um, it's got the vanilla notes. It's got the caramel notes. Not too strong, but very agreeable. Uh, you could pour it in your orange juice if you wanted to. Um, you but, can yeah. use it as syrup on your pancakes. Yeah. If you oh, yeah. That's where you want to go. I think I've, I don't know if I've told you this, but they, they um, like baking people say if you're out of um, vanilla extract, you <laughs> should probably. That was like to stoners, baking people. Baking people. <laughs> Yeah, if you're out of pot, try bourbon. <laughs> no, um, no. If you're out of vanilla extracts, you should try bourbon because that's oh. probably the next best thing in terms of flavor. Gotcha. Because you're getting those vanilla notes and a little bit of caramel notes, and it's not as strong. Like if you were to sip mm-hmm. vanilla extract, it would be a whole different experience. Yeah. Um, but with vanilla or with bourbon, I've I've done that a few times on like um, I think I did a banana bread where we ran out of vanilla extract. And I'm like, well, I'll just add bourbon. Mm-hmm. It's got the alcohol content, um, but it also has you know, somewhat of the flavor yeah, of that vanilliness. I can so. see that. Um, so that's that's um, that's my advice to bakers out there. <laughs> so um, it is. Uh, I want to say okay. So we can't exactly put out something on Instagram saying what's our next one going to be because we're probably going to record today or tomorrow for the next episode or something like that. Yeah, maybe. When it, so Robbie's got a big tonsil removal yeah. surgery coming up. So we, I think, I think we can we can say something for next week because I mine's on the sixth. Like it's okay. just two weeks, two recordings. Okay. So the the all the rest of the podcasts we're going to record are going to be one offs. Yeah, okay, just for cool. that time that because I'm like I'm at my t- like I've opened sores in the back of my throat. I don't think I want I don't think I want to drink <sighs> some whiskey imagine. right then. Yeah. Um. Or you know we'll do some. That should be fun. It'll be interesting because I think. Probably not today. I think tomorrow we'll mm-hmm. try to get a couple in in a row. So like the yeah. second one might be a little wacky. Yeah. Who knows? It'll be crazy. Ooh, watch out. Um, but anyway, yeah. So I don't know. What, what do you want to try drinking for the next episode? Uh, you know, I would really. Um, so I got an idea. Yeah. Um, since we're talking, we, you know, Montel Jordan. Yeah. 90s. And sync 90s. <laughs> You're so this wrong. This is how we do it. No, that is the Montel Jordan. No, That's maybe the they stole right it from them, but yeah. yeah. Maybe. Anyway, so we'll go 90s. We're going to go traditional East Coast, West Coast beef. I'm thinking we do the Kings County versus the Woodenville. I like that a lot, actually. Yeah, yeah we got Brooklyn East. versus uh, Woodenville, well, Washington State, yep, right? North yeah. Of, mm-hmm. Just north of Seattle. Yep. Mm-hmm. So we do that? Yeah, let's do that. And then what was the Woodenville specifically? Do you remember the I style? I think it's just the Woodenville bourbon. Okay. You talk, I'll look. 
Okay, you go over there and look. Cole's going over. He's stepping over a stinky moose. He's up at the shelf. This is not a great play-by-play. No one's really interested. Uh, yeah, so it's just Woodenville bourbon, 90 proof. Perfect, yeah. Oh. And they're a up and coming distillery. They've been like, getting a lot of awards. Notable. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. And then we have specifically the um Kings County is a bottled and bond. The last one we had was the 90 proof one. Mm-hmm. This one specifically is the bottled and bond. Perfect. So probably same Nashville, same everything, but 10% more or 5% more in alcohol. So I imagine it'll be a big difference for sure. That's kind of what you say, five percent better. 5% better. So we're going to take our sc- We're not even going to drink our it. Score, we're going to by 1.05. <laughs> yeah. Awesome, man. Yeah. Well, man, you know, I'm just glad you're here. I hope you have a good weekend here in Boise. Yeah. Oh, I know I will. We're having a good time so far. It's funny. I think it was you or your, your wife, Chelsea, that was like, uh, no, it was you. You were like, yeah, you know, babies and, you know, temper tantrums and, and not doing much outside. And we're like, and you're like, Glad we got. Glad we can entertain it's, you it's guys. It's always a good time. Yeah, and I'm like, there's a reason we keep coming yeah, back. So, fun. yeah. So well, I, I, I know we'll have a good time. I hope the wives have a good time. I hope our listeners had a good time. <laughs> but most importantly, we hope our love spirits lifted yours. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>